This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Have you ever heard it said that you need to walk 10,000 steps per day to be healthy? Well, I'm here to tell you today that that is a complete lie. On today's podcast, you'll find out why and how many steps you actually need to take to be healthy and to increase your life expectancy. Today on The Blueprint, we're doing things a bit differently. Instead of me engaging in a discussion with an expert in the field, I'm going to be breaking down a topic and giving you some simple tips that you can implement today in your life that will be an immediate value add. I haven't come up with a name for these mini-sodes yet, so if you have a great name, DM me on Instagram or leave me a comment right here in the Apple Podcast app. As this would serve multiple purposes in helping us name these episodes, and reviews and comments are the number one thing you can do to help us grow our show. Now, on to today's discussion. You know, I've always been curious as to why we need to walk 10,000 steps a day. There's these fitness trackers that, you know, make you close your rings. You hear about it. People, you know, doing crazy things at night, like running their arms so that they can just close those rings. And I've always wondered as a scientist, is there any validity to that? So I started doing some research about a year ago and I found a commentary in an article on Harvard Health Publishing, which is a website for Harvard's medical school. And what I found was very interesting. Dr. I. Min Lee, a professor in the Department of Epidemiology at Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health, commented that 10,000 steps is not a magical number for fitness. And she backed it up with research. And as you can imagine, this got my attention. What I came to learn was that the origins of the 10,000 step standard which is commonly used by these fitness trackers and smartphone apps, comes from a Japanese marketing strategy in the 1960s for a pedometer. So a pedometer is something you can clip onto your waist and it measures or tracks movement. In this situation, it measures steps. And it was named the 10,000 steps meter because the Japanese character for 10,000 looks like a person walking. So... People have been trying to walk 10,000 steps a day, not because of some great research that demonstrates that walking 10,000 steps a day is going to make you healthy or live longer, but because of a marketing campaign from the 60s, which is which should kind of like illuminate you to the fact that there's so many things that we do that are influenced by marketing and aren't influenced by science. So as a scientist, I wanted to know what the literature says. Like what is what have researchers found? And in 2019, Lee and colleagues published a paper in the Journal of the American Medical Association titled Association of Step Volume and Intensity with All-Cause Mortality in Older Women. So all-cause mortality is like death, like all factors leading to dying. This was a cohort study of about 16,741 women with a mean age of 72 years between 2011 and 2015. All of the participants wore tracking devices during waking hours to measure movement and steps. And here's what they found. Women who averaged approximately 4,400 steps today had a significantly lower mortality rate 
compared with less active women who only took 2,700 steps a day. As more steps were accrued, mortality rates progressively decreased before leveling off at 7,500 steps per day. So women that older women that took 4,400 steps per day had a lower mortality rate than those taking only 2,700 steps per day, and then it leveled off at about 7,500, which is about four miles, a little bit less than four miles per day. Okay, so that's great. You may be thinking to yourself, older women may not need to exercise as much as I do. So what about younger populations? Well, a paper by Pollock and colleagues published in Nutrition, Obesity, and Exercise in 2021 examined steps per day as a meaningful metric for reducing all-cause mortality, again, all reasons leading to death, in young middle-aged adults. This paper was called Steps Per Day in All-Cause Mortality in Middle-Aged Adults in the Coronary Artery Risk Development in Young Adults Study. So it was basically a study within a study. They looked at about 2,100 participants aged 38 to 50. They all wore an accelerometer between the years of 2005 and 2006. The authors classified steps as low, being less than 7,000, moderate, which was 7,000 to 9,999, and high, which was greater than 10,000. And they also looked at the intensity of stepping or how fast people were walking to see if there's any relationship to that in all-cause mortality. The key findings were this. This cohort study found that among black and white men and women in middle adulthood, Participants who took approximately 7,000 steps per day or or more, so 7,000 steps per day or more, experienced lower mortality risk compared with participants taking fewer than 7,000 steps per day. There was no association of step intensity with mortality, which means it didn't matter how fast you walked, as long as you walked. Those that took more than 7,000 steps per day had approximately 50 to 70% lower risk of mortality. Wow, let that sink in. Those that walked more than 7,000 steps per day had a 50 to 70% lower risk of dying. Taking more than 10,000 steps was not associated with further reduction in mortality risk. Okay, that's kind of the first blow to this whole 10,000 steps thing. Another study in the Journal of the American Medical Association by St. Maurice and colleagues titled Association of Daily Step Count and Step Intensity with Mortality Among U.S. Adults found similar results to the one I just discussed. They examined about 5,000 people, which were U.S. adults, who were at least 40 years old with a mean age of 56. They also used an accelerometer to track steps in different intervals from 2003 to 2006, and then they followed up in 2015 to ascertain mortality. They found that compared to walking 4,000 steps per day, walking 8,000 steps per day was significantly associated with all-cause mortality. In addition, there was not a significant association between step intensity and mortality. Same same result. So, Compared to walking 4,000 steps, those that walked 8,000 steps had a significant reduction in dying, and it didn't matter how fast they walked. They just had to get out and moving. These authors did find, though, that your risk of dying decreased even further after accruing 12,000 steps a day. 
but the most significant drop off was at 8,000 steps. So here's what we can take away from all of this. 10,000 steps is a fabricated number. It, there's no scientific literature that demonstrates that this is the number you need to hit. The literature is pointing to seven to 8,000 steps being the range where risk of all-cause mortality decreases. And it doesn't matter how fast you walk, just getting up and moving around is the key. There is evidence that points to even more steps may be beneficial, which makes total sense. Look, I don't want to get people not to move or to not walk 10,000 or not to do more walking, like to walk five miles a day or six miles a day. But the key is you shouldn't feel like you have to hit 10,000. So here's my hope for you. Number one, you learn to be a little bit more critical about the norms and standards for health. Like what the media says you need to have a critical eye about. Make sure you examine these things with real scientific literature and look for multiple papers that are pointing to the same thing. Number two, you need to be getting out and moving on a daily basis, walking at least four miles a day or roughly seven to 8,000 steps. And you don't need to feel like you're held hostage to closing your rings on your wearable device if those rings are associated with 10K steps. If you found today's podcast to be valuable, if you like this subject matter, if you like what we're doing with these little mini episodes, please smash the subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on and please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. We'd love to get your feedback on these mini episodes. So feel free to reach out to me by email at eric at ericcorum.com or just DM me on Instagram. I'd love to know why you love our podcast, what you find valuable and what we can do to make it better. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.